Welcome to the Apex Predator initial inaugural. I, did I say that right? Inaugural? I don't know if I can uh, say that right. I mean, I guess that works. Inaugural <laughs> podcast. Here it is. Um, my name is Jamie Preston, and uh, I am actually a client of Andy, who you're going to meet in a second here, and and uh, also work with Andy um, for some of his production stuff, and uh, super excited to do this, but we're here with Andy Rose, personal trainer, fitness guru, you name it, Mohawk, maniac, I don't know, we, we could come up with all kinds of Pittsburgh... Um, professional i don't know i was that was the closest i don't know why why i said pittsburgh professional but uh yeah andy rose what's up man oh jamie did you just call me a guru i did i do don't you love that so you uh, i could have called I, you i call you could have called you an instagram influencer that would have really got you going so that would have just that would have my hair would have been on fire oh it's awesome well, this podcast, I'm super excited about it because we're going to be talking about kind of what you do and, and helping people um, get healthy, get better. You know, I know for myself, I'm getting better, getting more healthy. Um, my life's changed over the last two years um, tremendously. And, um, and, and especially here recently, you know, with some of the new training stuff that you've been programming and, and I've been doing, and it's been amazing, but Andy, let's start off by giving people a snapshot, give them the 40,000 foot view of who Andy Rose is, what you do, why you do it. 40,000 foot view. Wow. I, um, I am a career personal trainer and coach. I've been doing this since I was 18 years old. I am going to be 40 this year. Um, do the math a long yep. time. Um, <laughs> I have tried and failed numerous times to leave the industry because of different reasons, being frustrated, times get difficult. I'm not quite sure of how I want to approach it. I want to be different, but I got to be like everybody else. So really we're here um, because this is the culmination of, couple decades of of being on the ground yeah uh, being in the trenches so to speak and, and learning and growing and teaching and you know observing other people and um you know my ultimate goal and i've it was you know not to sound hyperbolic but i i'm here to build strong humans yeah and you know that's a great tagline right that's a great um it's catchy it makes mm -hmm. a great quote on a t-shirt like burn the ships, um, lift heavy shit. Don't eat yeah. like an asshole. You know, I've said these things for so long and they're cool and they're catchy and, and, and you remember them, but what do they mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So truthfully, I think the, the, the birth of this, this version of the podcast, I've had podcasts in the past and this is the, 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 the 3.0, mm -hmm. yeah. maybe 4.0, you know, um, you know, the birth of the apex predator podcast is really, you know, a lot of things have happened in, in my personal life in the last year that have made me reevaluate, not just my approach to training, but my life. Sure. Um, if you, you know, remember, and for those people who are listening to this for the first time and who've never met me, um, September 24th of last year, I was in a motorcycle collision where I um, 
went headfirst into the back of a pickup truck at 55 miles an hour. Uh, thankfully, I was wearing a helmet, but it changed my life in the blink yeah. of an eye and made me realize that I, too, was, in fact, human. <laughs> I, you know, I left the hospital the next day. I couldn't walk. Um, I was in tremendous pain for three months. Couldn't train. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't show a client how to do a push up. Yeah, because I couldn't do one. Mm, wow. So, which is just mind boggling. Knowing you, and and your fitness level, all that stuff was just mind boggling to see that something that you know, uh, an accident can take somebody from that to that in a sec in seconds, less than a second. It was, you know, I think, and I truly believe this, um, my health at that moment and years and years of hard training is what saved my life. Yeah. No doubt about so what it. What does that mean? So, you know, after those, you know, and I'm, I'm getting emotional about this because, um, you question like there's a picture of me with um, I'm standing on the side of the highway and I have my helmet in my hand and you see this blank look on my face. Like I was, I was gone and I'm standing next to the EMTs and I think there's two or three of them and, and I'm having a conversation with them and they're looking at me like the fuck. Cause I shouldn't have been there. Yeah. You know, truthfully, I shouldn't have walked away from that accident, Mm. but I did. So then you have all of this time laying on the couch, uh, (laughs) laying on a bed and, (laughs) you know, watching TV and contemplating life of like, okay, so I'm here, but why, Mm. why didn't I die? Yeah. What am I here to do? Who am I here to help? Yes. I've spent a career helping people and I've spent a career making money and I'm loud and I'm boisterous. And, (laughs) uh, you know, sometimes I rub people the wrong way and, and that's all well and good, but what legacy am I leaving behind that I haven't cemented yet? There's a reason I was still there. Yeah. I I think too, you, you mentioned it a minute ago, you're about ready to turn 40. When do you, when do you turn 40? April, April. Yeah, April you turn forty. So what, thirty nine and a half. There's something about that because I'm I'm forty six. There's something about your when you get in that range, that thirty nine forty range, where your focus has been building a career, building you kind of your brand, if you will, for lack of a better term, which there's definitely a better term, but building all of that, you know you you do that and and you get good at what you're doing you get good at your job you get good at that but there's something that changes i think in 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 people where you turn around and you're like well that's fine. that's all good but man how can i help somebody else get better at this how can i help somebody else whatever your career is whatever it is whether it's finance whether it's i don't know whether it's in the medical field whatever it is you turn around and you want to help other people grow. And I think there's something in that range, that 39, 40 range that you, something switches in your brain where you want to help other people do what you do. And I, I don't know what that is, but I, I just, I see that a lot in a lot of different people. You know, one of my, um, one of my earlier podcasts, and this was, what is it? 2022 right now. I think it was like 2017 or 2018. Mm-hmm. 
I interviewed um, Dave Tate from Elite FTS. Dave Tate is to me is like he's a he's he's a like I don't want to call him a guru. <laughs> um, you know, he's an idol in the industry. I, I hesitate to use the term idol, but he's just someone I look up to because sure. of his approach and his um, one of his taglines for his company is live, learn pass on Mm, that's good and so much of what he does after so many years in the industry is he does a lot just to pass on the knowledge that he has now i'm nowhere near the amount of knowledge that he has one of those things i say all the time i'm not the smartest guy in the room i'm not the best i'm not the strongest i'm not the smartest but i know enough that i can share what i do know and help someone get to where i'm at because in that I'm also looking to someone who is better and stronger and smarter than me trying to elevate my, it's exactly what I'm doing personally right now is how do I get better as a coach? I know a good amount and I can positively affect the people that I work with, but how do I, how do I get better? How do I increase my personal value? Also the value of the job that I do. And it's, you know, part of it is, you know, it, I think you get to a certain point where instead of me venting about what the industry is missing, maybe I can just be at the point where I can just add to the industry. Yeah. I think this is a very, uh, very astute way of doing it is let's, let's share what we know. And let's talk about the things that don't get discussed a certain type of way, um, whether it's nutrition or whether it's, you know, your mindset when it comes to your health and your, and your fitness. And, um, you know, I get it. I look a certain way. Um, I, I hear it a lot. Oh, it must be easy for you. <laughs> oh, that's that we'll always say. blows me away. When I see some, when I look at you, and I see what kind of you know, and you're in you're in literally bodybuilding form, which we'll talk about. You know, you're you're ready to compete in some body, so you're like at your top level of fitness. Um, and I, when I see somebody like that, I don't think, oh wow, it must be easy for you. <laughs> but people do think that they think, well, it's easy for you to go to the gym. It's easy for you to put the time in. No, it's not. It's so hard. It's it's a habit, though. Yeah, it is a habit. Yeah, it's not easy when it's not a habit. Mm, yeah, you know, when it's not a habit to get out of bed at four o'clock in the morning to go do your cardio. Mm-hmm. When it's not a habit to go to bed at eight o'clock because you got to get up at four o'clock. Yeah. Um, but you know, that accident last year made me understand a little bit better to an extent what the clients that I've worked with in the past Mm. experience. Yeah. I had to start from scratch. Yeah. I had to learn how to move again. Mm -hmm. Things that I took for granted for two decades, I had to, learn how to do them. I couldn't do a pull-up. Yeah. There's a video on my Instagram from, I was being stubborn, you know, a couple of weeks after the accident, I was doing pull-ups and I was using the assisted pull-up machine. And I think at the time I weighed like 190 pounds 
and it had like 175 pounds of resistance on the pull-up thing. <laughs> so I was only using 15, like I was only lifting 15 pounds, right. you know? And I think I did four pull-ups. Yeah. And the amount of pain that I experienced in that was something I had never felt in my life. Wow. So starting over, that accident was a blessing mm. because it really, I think when you do something for as long as I've done it, you take it for granted that anybody can just do it. Yeah. It's not that hard. How many times have you heard me say it's not the science of rockets? Mm-hmm. Well, truthfully, it's not the science of rockets, but if you don't understand what that means, man, the first steps are the hardest ones. Yep. You know? When I first met you and, you know, I look at you now on the other side of the camera, I'm like, you two different people. Yeah. Yeah. And for people listening, uh, my journey has been, it's been crazy. I've, I was a big guy all my life. I was growing up. I was always the big kid in school. I was always the fat kid. Um, You know, and I use it to my advantage, you know, I, you know, for humor, um, made fun of myself, you know, that was just me. People knew me. Um, and, and so I grew up and, and I got to the point where at my heaviest, Andy, I was 425 pounds. Um, that was, that was at my heaviest. Um, and, and I've been up and down, you know, I, I know when I moved to Charleston, um, that was seven years ago. Uh, you know, we, I was probably, Oh, I was, I was around 400 pounds, I'd say. And I, I started going to CrossFit Park West and, and, and Mount Pleasant there and, uh, started, I started doing CrossFit there, had no clue, never had walked into a CrossFit gym in my life. Uh, you know, I, matter of fact, I walk in and the first thing the guy says to me, the coach, and this was at the five, 5 a.m. class. I went super early. Never. I, I knew it was a gym. I never heard. I didn't know. I heard of CrossFit, but I didn't know what it was. And he looks at me. He says, do you know what a clean snatch is? And I was like, what kind of gym am I, am I in here? This is crazy. And yeah, it was it was very humorous because I'm like, I have no clue what this guy's talking about. And and so we uh, I really want to say something inappropriate right I now. know yeah well, it was so it was hilarious <laughs> I'm just like what the heck am I getting myself into and it was it was a great thing it was one of the best things I ever did in my life and it you know and I I quickly lost that 50 pounds pretty much you know over a few months um enjoyed it I really got to enjoy working out and I'd always worked out on and off I remember when I was 12 years old my dad bought me a lifetime membership it used to be called holiday hell spa bought me a lifetime membership um we worked out there me and my dad that's what probably the first time i ever learned to work out at all and then the gym went bankrupt and i lost my lifetime lifetime membership maybe it's because they gave out lifetime memberships exactly (laughs) so they weren't they didn't have a great business model but but i was big all my life lost a little bit of weight and got stuck completely stuck. I just could not lose it. And listen, I was doing box jumps, you know, at 350 pounds, I could go out and run five miles. I could, I, you know, I was, I was squatting 425, you know, which is, I mean, for some like strong, you know, people that are into strong men and different things like that, that's not a big deal. But, but for the normal human, like 
this is a lot of weight. You know, I, it was more than anybody else in the class, you know, <laughs> that I could, that was the one thing I could out squat everybody because I had freaking huge legs. Cause I was 425 pounds. So <laughs> you you know. 425 pounds every time you sit down. And take exactly. A dump. <laughs> exactly. So, so it's just been a journey, you know, and, and, and for me and, and yeah. And, and now I'm down to, you know, to 35 to 40, I just kind of bounce back and forth in there. And, you know, and so, and trying something new, which is your program. So, and, and what I want to jump into now is, is why ape the apex predator, what is about that title, you know, that sticks out to you that you, this program that you're creating that we're going to talk in detail in the, in the coming weeks, but why the apex predator, what's that all about? So a couple months back, um, one of my really good friends passed away pretty suddenly. And um, sorry. He was, um, you know, his approach to training, he was very, like you've seen, um, what's what's the movie? It's, the, it's like the Claymation Christmas movie with um, Yukon Cornelius. Hmm. I, I, I'm not sure. It, it, uh, Rudolph. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old Yukon one. Yukon Cornelius is exactly, you know, when I think of Mitch, I think of Yukon Cornelius. Look mm-hmm. just like it. Like he would go home at the holidays. He's from Michigan. You know, he'd have videos of him like just chopping wood. Yeah. It was a workout. And he was very, um, I don't want to say primal mm-hmm. in the way that he approached training, but he, he was he believed in, in movement. He believed in hard training and, you know, the pursuit of building strong humans. Mm -hmm. We were, you know, he and I saw eye to eye in in all of that. And, you know, when he passed away, it, it, it hit me really hard of, you know, and it came at a pivotal point in, in my growth in the last year of like, okay, what next, where do I go next? And, you know, I started, you know, changing my approach to working with my clients and incorporating more of the things that Mitch and I used to talk about all the time when it came to conditioning and um, not just being good at one thing, but being athletic in your movement. And then one night, this is a couple months ago now, uh, maybe two months ago, I, I don't know what I was thinking, but I like I sat bolt upright in the middle of the night and I was like, that's it. Apex predator. And then I just, I went dove down the rabbit hole. Why apex predator? Well, for millions of years, human beings were the apex predator. Mm -hmm. We were the top of the food chain. We were the predator. We were not the prey. You know, we killed mammoths and ate yeah. them and ate all of them. Yeah. Right. We used every part of that animal and, yeah. and we were just primal. And I started digging in of like, wait a minute, I'm going about this all wrong. You know, my thoughts on nutrition and my thoughts on training. I'm like, yes, I love powerlifting. I'm always going to incorporate powerlifting sure. into my training. But what about just being crazy, strong, condition wise? Yeah. Like, being you know in the trunk of my car right now and i was like i'm like in the middle of the night buying stuff from rogue <laughs> um i bought a, a weight vest um a plate carrier with you know 20 pound plates and 
I bought a sled and some 45 pound plates and a pulling harness in the trunk of my car right now. I have all of those things because it's part of gas mileage is going down. Yeah, I mean, it already gets 12 miles to the gallon, James. It's not like, what am I going to get 11? Like, whoa. <laughs> um, but, you know, part of my thought process is, okay, how do I then lead by example mm-hmm. of if I can't make it to the gym today, I can sure as shit go out to the trunk of my car, slap that vest on, and go for a two-mile walk before breakfast. Yeah. And that is a, I mean, that's a, a crucial component of the apex predator, yeah, the apex predator training program, right? Is I'm calling it the daily deuce. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get any ideas about the deuce, but listen, I have one. For, I have one every it. morning. Yeah. Go for a two mile walk, mm. weighted walk. I don't care if you put some bricks in a backpack. Yeah. Go for a two mile walk. Yeah. Guess what? You're going to get faster at that two miles mm-hmm. or you're going to throw more weight or you're going to start pulling a sled or you're going to pull a sled backwards. And if you do that day after day after day, rain or shine, whether it's cold, whether it's hot, like you will become stronger Yeah. mentally, physically, and to me, the whole impetus behind Apex Predator is how do we regain as much of our ancestral tendencies as possible in the modern era, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, we don't have to we don't have to go kill our food. Right. We can. Um, we can also go to the grocery store that's 20 feet away. That's true. Um, we can order things on, on the internet um, and have you know, I, I bought a side of beef that's going to be delivered in September. Mm-hmm. I don't have to go harvest my own meat if I don't want to. But my approach to it isn't just, okay, don't eat, uh, don't eat shit food. Yeah. Okay, what does that really mean? Right. To be an apex predator, what I'm thinking about is, what are the foods that we ate for millennia mm-hmm. that allowed us to be in peak physical condition? Yeah. If we needed to hunt, if we needed to fight, um, if we needed to move, what were the foods? Or even if you look at modern, um, you know, hunter gatherer tribes like the Maasai, mm-hmm. what do they eat? How do they eat? What are the foods that they prioritize? And it's to me the backbone of this program, the reasons I'm calling it the apex predator is what are the basic ingredients to create the strongest human being possible? Yeah. Both on the inside and the outside. What are the crucial components that need to be in a diet? The most nutrient-dense foods possible, cutting out the most amount of toxic foods possible. What are the most efficient movements that we can do in the gym to pack on muscle that isn't just there to look good, yeah, but has a function to it. And, and what are the, the um, conditioning activities, we'll say, that we can add in to just create the ultimate human performance machine? Sure. Because to me, the apex predator is, you know, and I've said this for... I don't even know how many years, but, you know, human beings should be able to do 
whatever they choose to do. If you choose to go run a half marathon, you should be able to do it mm-hmm. sure. without having to train for months and months. You should just be prepared. Yeah. Um, if you want to do a powerlifting meet, you should be able to train and compete well. Now, I'm not talking about elite level powerlifting, right? Sure. Or elite level marathon running. But you should be able to, if you want to do a Spartan race, you should be able to do a Spartan race just because you're in that type of shape all of the time. Mm-hmm. And then the, the the more that I've dug into this, the deeper into the rabbit hole I've gone, the more I'm uncovering. So there's a lot of data to support where I'm going with this. Now, I will have a disclaimer here that I'm not a doctor and I cannot guarantee any of this stuff, but it is possible to fix a lot of our ailments that we rely on medication for. 100%. If we can optimize the nutrient content of our food, cut out the bullshit and cut out the processed crap that is killing us. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you do one thing today, just cut out processed sugar and processed Mm -hmm. grain from your diet. If that is the only thing you do and the only piece of advice you ever take from me, you will be healthier. Mm -hmm. Guarantee it. And you will change your health. It's not just about being healthier. You're going to change your health outcomes, Mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, reliance on exogenous medication, um, whether it's hormone balance. Um, There's so many things that we have just, because we've gotten so advanced as humans, we've also gotten really lazy as humans because Mm -hmm. I can go to the gas station and buy a honey bun for 50 cents. Yep. Um, and that qualifies as nutrition. Mm-hmm. There's no nutritional value in it. None whatsoever. When we get off the phone, I'm going to make my last meal of the day. And it's 93.7 ground beef. I'm going to have um, a little bit of veggies, not a lot. Um, I'm going to season my ground beef. I'm going to make a burger out of it. No bun, just the burger. I'm going to mm-hmm. season it with some salt and pepper. Um I'm going to have about one to two ounces of liver, which I actually just ordered smoked liver Mm. from the butcher shop. And it is absolutely delicious. And I've never liked liver in my life. I've had it when I was a kid and, but I would have eaten anything when I was a kid, like, but it's smoked, right? So they actually like, it's different. Yeah. I've never had that. It's so good. It's, it's like, it's a treat. And I'm actually looking forward to that more than the burger. Yeah. But so, yes, that takes some time and it, and it breaks the mold a little bit, but to me, you know, the whole backbone to, to, to what it means to be an apex predator is, is you are optimizing your movement, optimizing your nutrition. The whole point is to get back to that ancestral way of being the top of the food chain. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it starts with the little decisions of, yeah. yes, it would be super easy to go get some Rice Krispie treats and chow down on mm-hmm. them, right? Yeah. They're delicious. It's also basically heroin. Yeah. 
I'd love uh, to sit on the couch with some potato chips. I mean, it's where they, the term couch potato came from, you know, man, I, I love that stuff. Yes. There's it's just, great. this is, the, I, I truly believe that this is, this is my lasting impact on the industry of, you know, I'm so excited to share this with people because it, it's a culmination of years of, of training and years in the industry, but also like, as I'm doing this, like, I know that I'm also, I'm, I'm picking up the torch of, of where Mitch left off. Mm, yeah. Because, and I've had this conversations with some of his close friends of, you know, he left us a, a lot of unfinished work. The work that he started isn't done. It's up to us to finish it. Mm, yeah. Um, and he, he chose us to do it. I truly believe that he chose. Like, so as I'm going through this, and I, I swear that's why I sat up in the middle of the night and it came to me. Um, I feel a greater purpose now as a coach. I'm not just a trainer anymore. Mm, yeah. I said that for years. People are, you know, I'm just a trainer. No. I'm a coach. There you go. The difference is like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm going to show you why it's going to change your life. Mm, yeah. That's what good. you choose to do with it's up to you. Yeah. I can only guide you. Mm -hmm. So it's it, to me, it's, it's truly, you know, this program. Yeah. It's got a fun name, right? Sure that part's fun and the branding's fun and, but it, it has given my career 20 more years of purpose. Yeah. If not more. Mm -hmm. So it, it's what, you know, it's how, how do I go, go into the next couple of decades and, and, and still positively impact, you know, whether someone's 12, um, or 45 yeah. or eight, it's never too late. Um, you know, I was in the gas station the other day and there was uh cause you have to go to the gas station more cause you got all that stuff in your trunk. Yeah. Right. Actually it takes <laughs> me like three gallons just to get to the gas station. <laughs> um, so, you know, I'm in the gas station and it, the, there's a kid in line with his mom. This kid couldn't have been 10 mm. and, it broke my heart because he was incredibly overweight. And I mean, it's one thing if a kid's a little chunky, you know, but when you look at it, you can tell if a kid is on that path, sure. just obesity mm -hmm. and health issues and being diabetic by the time he's 14. And it, it like, and of course, what do I look at? I look at the products that they put on the counter. I look at the example that's set by his parent. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this kid doesn't buy his own food. No. You know, I don't know a 10-year-old that goes grocery shopping for themselves. Um, I'm sure there exist. But um, so the way that society is set up is for this kid to fail. And the only way for this kid to overcome that currently 
is medication. So I'm the anti-medication <laughs> because, and, and you know what, maybe this is, this is what will get me kicked off the internet. Um, obesity is a huge moneymaker. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sickness is a huge moneymaker. Mm-hmm. There is no money in people being healthy. Right. There is so no money in the hospital system for people taking command of their own health without expensive medications. Mm-hmm. I believe one of the costliest um, diseases, preventable diseases, mind you, in most cases, one of the costliest to our economy, to Medicare, um, to you know, insurance, healthcare in general, is diabetes. 100%. I had it. And type two diabetes was something that was it only happened to old people. Right. You live long enough, you'll eventually yeah. get type two diabetes. Now we've got like kids that are nine and 10 with type two diabetes and mm-hmm. it's all preventable, but here, take this insulin instead. Yeah. Not how about eat some fruit, move, stop eating processed bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, you know, as you know, the, the, the name apex predator came to me first and then it was, okay, that's catchy, but what's it mean? And what's it look like? The training stuff's easy, man. You know, I can create some kick-ass training programs. That's not yeah. what I get paid for. Um, and I, you know, we've talked about this, like, no, I don't technically get paid to come up with a diet plan, but accountability is 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 my thing mm-hmm. and the only way i can keep people accountable is to show them the way to be healthy yeah because when someone's time is done with me and they have changed their habits um they've changed the course of their life that will last far longer than you know any fad diet or you know catchy new workout mm-hmm. machine that they're going to sell you on the internet right um, peloton so that's really <laughs> the long-winded way of it, defining what the apex predator yeah. is and why did i choose that yeah. and, do you, and i do truly you- believe from the bottom of my existence that we can get back to that ancestral definition of being the apex predator of being the most badass creature on the planet yeah. that is capable of handling anything that can come our way mm-hmm. no matter what. Cause it affects you in every other part of your life, your health, the way you feel, the way you look, you know, not as much the way you look, but the, but the way you feel, inside the way you feel on the outside it affects every aspect of your life 100 correct and so because i was that kid i was that kid my mom and dad grew up poor my mom my dad grew up in eastern kentucky his dad was a coal miner they had nothing they lived in the in the hills of kentucky and had literally nothing so when he got out of that moved to ohio got a job at a factory, started making really good money, started raising a family. 
he made sure his family had everything that they ever wanted. So things that he didn't have, like soda, well, now you can have it anytime you want. Like when, when he, that was a huge treat for him when he was a kid. It didn't even happen until he got older. My mom, they got one bottle of pop a week, you know, growing up. And that was a huge treat. And she, compared to my dad, she grew up rich, you know, and, but they got that once a week. So when I was growing up, have as much as you want was the worst thing that could have happened for me. I was addicted. Andy, I used to drink two, 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 two liters a day at one point with wow. diabetes. Two, two liters of Coke a day with diabetes. Um, matter, you know, and, and we'll get into that in later podcasts, but taking insulin, all that stuff. And, and yeah, it was a mess. I'm lucky I'm not dead. I'm, I'm so lucky that I'm not dead. I have heart disease in my family. I've got my whole family's diabetic. Everybody has, has mental health issues with anxiety, all this stuff. And it all ties in together 100%. And, and it's not until now, now I'm 46 now, not until now I'm actually starting to feel healthy, what it really feels like to be healthy. And, and I'm still not even there. I still got a long ways to go to where I want to get better and better and better. But I feel so much better. Um, and so, but I've been that kid that you saw and it breaks my heart when I see, when I see that, cause I, I have a soft spot for kids, you know? And so, man, it just breaks my heart. Cause that, that kid is not choosing what he's eating. You know, sure. He's, he's saying, Hey, get me that. Give me the Big Mac. Give me that. I used to, when I was five years old, my mom and dad told me I used to cry cause they wouldn't get me another Big Mac or no, it was a Whopper. Cause we go to, we go, they would go to Burger King and at five I would cry cause they wouldn't get me another Whopper. So I've been that kid. I know what it's like and it sucks. It's, it's an interesting juxtaposition because you know, I had this conversation with my mom today on the phone about, you know, when we were young, our parents just wanted us to have a better life than they had. Sure. And, you know, I have a five-year-old son. Obviously, I want him to have a better life than I had. Uh, I've been a very fortunate, I've had a very fortunate life. Um, my parents are a large reason for that. Um, so that being said, a lot of times, you know, the, what's, what's the line that the, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Mm -hmm. Sure. You know, at the time your parents just, they wanted you to have what they didn't have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was noble. Write it for you. It wasn't, and, and, you know, things have changed over time. We're a lot smarter when it comes to, you know, what does food do to us now? You know, 40 years ago, we didn't have the knowledge that we have now about what sugar does to the human body. And the food wasn't even crappy as, as crappy it is now. Processed foods yeah. do to our bodies. And to me, when I was first writing, you know, my, I guess, outline for this program. I was talking about sugar and I was like, you know, we might as well just, you know, just relabel everything that has sugar in it, heroin. Yeah. Cause maybe we'll start paying attention then Yeah. because you can't give someone heroin once nope. and not affect their lives. It's not something you try once. It's something 
you get addicted to the moment it enters your body. Yep. Sugar is no different. Yep. And at least with heroin, people make the choice to use heroin. Yeah. <laughs> True. When a kid makes, you know, the choice, so to speak, to eat a candy bar over some fresh fruit, they don't understand what just happened. Yeah. Because it creates a pathway for a lifetime of pain and uh, un, uh, just unhealthy behavior and medications and, and health problems and um, surgeries and lost limbs. And mm -hmm. it, there's only one way out. Yeah. And unfortunately it's gotten worse mm -hmm. because it's even, it's in everything. Yeah. It's more accessible now than it was when I was, listen, I grew up, my family and my, my brother still runs it. It's a little mom and pop, like corner convenience store. I could, it's, I don't know, 300 feet from my house. Any candy you could ever imagine was in that store. Yeah. I'm addicted to sugar. To this day. Yeah. All of us are. Mm -hmm. And it's the hardest thing to break. So, you know, we've, we've sort of like kind of gone down that tangent a little bit, but, you know, it breaks my heart when I see a kid that they don't have a chance because it's just, it's so hard to break. Like just, I'm sure when you cried for a second whopper, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, your parents want to tell you no, yeah. because they couldn't have that when they were kids. All they wanted was for you to have what they couldn't have. Yeah. Not knowing that they were setting you up yeah. for the last 40 year struggle of your life. Mm -hmm. yep. So if we can accomplish anything, out of this podcast it's that one it's never too late to make a change nope and two it's never too soon mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's good andy how can people find you on the internet you can find me at vanguard barbell on instagram and if you go to the bio page you can send me a text message through there um, it's also my websites on there as well. Um, send me a message, reach out. Um, I respond to everybody. So I am on my phone a lot. <laughs> um, that's where you can find me most, uh, most active, um, is through Instagram and Instagram live. And, you know, I like to go on my rants once in a while, but that's where you can stay up to date, where you can make contact with me and uh, don't hesitate to reach out if you have questions. Yeah. Um, even if it's, even if it's just some questions, I'm yeah. not here to, I'm not, I'm not a hard sell kind of guy. I'm not here to sell you some bullshit. If you're truly interested in, mm -hmm. in changing your health, yeah. if you're truly interested in yeah. changing the path that you are on, yeah. reach out. 
Yeah. And, and tell people, just give them the, the 40,000 foot view. Cause we're going to break it down. We're going to get in the next coming weeks. We're going to get into the details of your program, but what, what do people get when they sign up? Cause you know, for your program, cause I just want people to know a little bit about it. What do they get? The apex predator program as it stands is 16 weeks long. Um, obviously your, your journey doesn't end in four months, but the program itself um, is only four months long. And in that is four months of training and conditioning and also nutrition. So there's a big teaching component, especially when it comes to nutrition. So all of this is through my app. Um, so you see me um, virtually, so mm-hmm. to speak, but you'll have almost unlimited contact with me through voice messages or zoom calls or Mm -hmm. uh, text messages in the app itself. Um, There's a lot of accountability built in. Obviously training is a big part of it. Mm -hmm. Nutrition is a huge part of it. I also spend a lot of time working on mindset, working on, you know, building habits and changing the things that have led you to me. So that's truly what's going to help you cement lasting change. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's accountability to the goal. You're coming to me for a purpose. So everything in this program is designed to accomplish that mission. Yeah. So everything is broken down in its simplest way possible. Like I've said time and time again, it's not the science of rockets, but I'm going to teach you some rocket science. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the program is super simple. It's, it's easy to do. It's on your phone. It is so nice. It's so convenient. And we'll talk more in detail about it in the future here, but it's, it's so easy. I've super enjoyed it. I came from the CrossFit world, you know, and this has been truly fun and I've so enjoyed it. <clears throat> and I feel, honestly, I feel I'm finally getting stronger because after I lost all the weight, because, you know, for dis- full disclosure for people, you know, I, I literally had to, I had surgery, you know, that's how, that's how I lost the weight, but, and I lost so much strength, but I actually feel like I'm getting stronger again. Like, you know, uh, you know, like I said, I used to squat 425, man, I, I throw 225 on now. I struggle with it. <laughs> so like, I, yeah, it's, it, that would be a struggle, but yeah. So but everything is so easy to, to understand. And, and so it's, it's been, it's a bit amazing. I can't wait to dive into the details of that in the future here, but Andy, thanks so much um, for what you're doing, all you're doing for people and, and helping our uh, communities get healthier. And that's the cool thing I love about what you're doing now is you're available to people in California, China to, <laughs> to, to India, it doesn't matter. They can, they can reach out to you. They can get the coaching and, and everything that they need. So, um, you're spreading, spreading your wings. You're not just a Charleston trainer anymore. I like to travel. Yeah, <laughs> you do. You do. Well, cool, man. Well, this has been fun. It's a fun first podcast and, uh, man, we're going to, we're going to do it again. We're going to, we're going to dive a little deeper. This one was a little longer just for people to get to know you and what you're about. And, uh, it's going to be fun, man. I love it. I appreciate it, Jamie. That's a great idea. I'm, uh, I'm really thankful that, you know, you have the means and the desire to do it. Um, because it, you know, I'm a firm believer of, you know, you, you bring people in that can help you do your job better 
and it's it's the in my opinion the best way to get my voice out obviously in a literal sense but also get my message out yeah um i think sometimes my delivery isn't always um soft <laughs> and that's that's just, you know when you get to know me and you you have a good way of helping me get my voice out yeah. to people who might not um feel as though i'm approachable and yeah. i appreciate that so well just you know, one thing i wanted to touch on real quick before we jump off was you know where and what sets you apart in your journey is yes you had surgery mm. and the reason that surgery will be beneficial for you is because you've also changed your habits mm. that yeah. led you mm -hmm. to need that surgery i haven't had a soda in over two years yeah and that is my ultimate goal behind this program it's yeah. not just for people who need a weight loss surgery no but it's also for people who just want to make a transformational change in their mm -hmm. lives yeah and they're not quite sure how and it really comes down to if we can change your habits you can change your life yeah 100 percent yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's going to be a fun journey and, and you know, it's going to be, it's going to be amazing. I'm excited. Yeah. Awesome, man. We'll, we'll, we will talk to you next week. Sounds good, brother. Talk soon. Thanks for listening to the Apex Predator podcast with Andy Rose and Jamie Preston. You can follow Andy on Instagram at Vanguard Barbell. This podcast is not intended as medical advice, so please speak with your healthcare provider before making changes to your diet or exercise routines. Please give us a five-star rating and leave a message. Thanks for listening.